This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. I mean, you can milk anything with nipples. Says who? I have nipples. Can you can you milk me? <laughs> Go ahead, fucker. Milk the cat. <laughs> okay. Well, upon JP's influence, let's uh, have a, a roundtable discussion about how many nipples we each have. <laughs> no one. No one wants to start. <laughs> um, hi, my name is John Paul Hurley. I'll start. Is this uh, hi, Nipples John. Anonymous? Uh, my name You're is Jake here. Anderson, You're and I have I have a nipple problem. Hello, hello Jake. <laughs> How many nipples you got under there, buddy? Too what many. is it? And please don't prove it. You got you got at least three under the Wubba Lubba, right? <laughs> Bring them teeth here, boy. Bring them teeth here. J. Mike, I can't even tell if we're actually live or not because usually we have about 25 viewers by now. So that's strange, mm. don't you think? People are talking at this point. So Are they? Are they in the chat? They're in the chat. Well, it's, I just don't get to see that? how many viewers we have, I guess, on this show. I'll just assume it's going to be good. Uh, okay, well, carrying on from the nipple talk, perfect segue into saying that we are so extra live – <laughs> on the open bar it's tuesday uh boy i don't even want to call it booze day j mike i have had an exhausting weekend of several booze days it felt like it, it was groundhog day and every day was <laughs> booze day um so i just don't even want to talk uh i'm gonna hand it over to you i'm gonna let you run the show tonight i'm going to survive in the background Happy to see you. Happy to see everyone here. Uh, good night. Listen, I'm just glad you made it back safely. Uh, I'm glad you made it back. Uh, came back. I'm, I'm sure that you were tempted to, uh, I don't know, create a steel drum, uh, you know, sh shop on the beach probably or something crazy. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, everyone, welcome into the open bar. We are live. We are here uh, to everyone in the YouTube chat. Thank you guys. What's cracking? Um, and we've got a fantastic group of guests here, uh, a couple first timers and the executive producer of the pod. Uh, we'll start there. Jake Anderson, how is the good life, my man? I'm doing good. You know what? I wasn't doing very good. And then I, I put this new shirt on and I just immediately started feeling better. Y'all see what it is. So for the people my listening nipples, on the podcast form, really would you like to uh, elaborate as to what that shirt says? It says uh, "Wubble Wubble Chub Chub." <laughs> I didn't even say it right. No, Wubble? you did not. <laughs> now I'm like psyching myself up. <laughs> Wubble Wubble Chub Chub. We're getting. You're better. gonna have to plug. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to plug the shop. I think. We're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> you give good effort. That's really all we can ask for at this point. Uh, yeah, Jake is donning the. Brand new, hot off the press, Wubba Lubba Chub Chub open bar t-shirt uh, for those that have not seen it yet. Uh, and we'll give you more details on how you can cop one. Uh, shout out to Stompy, SFBA champion, who 
tweeted out a picture of himself rocking one of those the other day as well. Mm -hmm. uh, to our next guest, first timer, first timer, long timer, uh, <laughs> uh, the man from Hot Atlanta franchise, Mr. Kyle. How you feeling? I'm I'm feeling great. Uh, feeling a little bit of shame that I don't have a cool shirt, but um, you know maybe we'll we'll get a chance to remedy that if I can come on next time. Not allowed back on for a second time without purchasing an open bar T-shirt. I, look, I didn't write up the policy. This is all J. Mike's thing. I don't, I don't know what it is. He he gets on people about the the robot voice, you know, with their microphones, the the second time appearance thing with the shirts. I don't know. He he runs things. No I, I actually may qualify. I may qualify for the robot voice too. It seems like all you guys have good podcasting equipment, and I'm just a man on an island here. <laughs> with with ear pods no less. Yeah. That's oh. that's kind of a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> Kyle, um what I, I know that from your Twitter bio, uh you are pretty much any and everywhere, but tell the folks where where they where they can find your work and, and what you're actually up to. Yeah, so I'm really working kind of on three different things um, quite a bit during the year. Um, I work with the Dynasty Football Factory and specifically work um, kind of in two in two areas with them, both with, uh, I do some kind of, um, I guess, directing of the, of the team um, of guys that do college fantasy writing. And then for those of you who are listening that are familiar with the Debbie Watch, um, I'm also a contributor to that, um, to that group as well. And, um, more recently, I've gotten a chance to get on with the Dynasty Command Center, and um, I do some, I guess I would call it consulting work with them as well, specifically focusing on um, Debbie prospects and rookie prospects. So it's a, this is a super busy, busy time of year for me. Well, that's what's up. The uh, every time anyone ever even says the words Debbie Watch, I just immediately go to the podcast theme song. I guess the first thing that I think of it makes me happy. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I have no idea why. Um, but Jake, can we go back to your t-shirt for a second? If for oh snap, just in time to not miss introduction. I was so excited. <laughs> I thought he was gonna go to the basement. I was gonna go to the basement to put the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. Hey. <laughs> This show's about nipples, okay? <laughs> it's progressing uh, downwards, though. Yeah, it's if, if you want to call it progressing, sure. Uh, <laughs> Regressing. Uh, the the last uh, the last of our guests here again, first time to the bar. Uh, you've probably heard him on the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Senior John Paul Hurley, what's cracking? Hey, what's up, gentlemen and everybody? How's it going? Pretty well. Uh, Tyler Gunther hits you in the chat with a, I'm here for JP. Yay. <laughs> That's why I jumped off originally, actually. Um, um, we have several questions. <laughs> Yet another weird flex we've got here. <laughs> Tyler's my boy. What's up, Tyler? It's that Minnesota love. I love it. Just kind of right. keeps flowing. Uh, it's pretty adorable, all the minute sodiums out there. That, oh, yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. 
so gosh darn snowy right now. I was just about to ask how much snow you got sitting on right now. Literally two feet in the last two weeks, and it's not yeah. an exaggeration. That's gross. Yeah, pretty gross. It snowed like a like a fourth of an inch, maybe in Austin. No, not even that much. Maybe an eighth, a sixteenth of an inch, and it melted. Wow. I, I wasn't even here for it. I'm pretty good at measuring things a sixteenth of an inch, so that would work out nicely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't a ask good, why. The good thing is they come in sixteens. Yeah, I'm just saying each of my each of my nipples are about a sixteenth of an inch. So, <laughs> Wait, are, we, are we are we talking uh, diameter, radius? Um, yeah, it's diameter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I'm, I'm here. I'm really I'm intrigued more. about the circumference. Now I'll be right back. <laughs> His nipples can sense snow when it's when it's coming. Despite what you guys think, I was not sent here to destroy your show. So I I, I pre apologize if I cross the line on things. There are no apologies on this show. You 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 found a new home, is what you found, JP. There welcome, we go. Welcome home. Welcome home. <laughs> um, I I feel like it's been the the talk of Twitter uh, over the last day or no. so. Uh, yeah, we've got to address it. We've got to address it. Uh, our main Nipples. man, teats <laughs> <laughs> of all shapes and sizes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> numbers even. The uh, our main man, Nick Chubb, uh, has has recently, unfortunately, um, if some may say, uh, have, has found a new backfield mate. One, Mister Kareem Hunt. Um, where do we stand with this, guys? Uh, obviously, Kareem Hunt's got a suspension coming up. Um, people have probably been, probably been selling their Kareem Hunt shares um, by the dozens, Jake Anderson. And what we stand at this point with, with uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and that whole situation in Cleveland. I feel like J-Mike's going to say not everybody at once. You <laughs> already know. <laughs> I don't think it changes much of Chubb's value. I mean – Hunt, I think they just picked him up because they thought it was a good organizational decision. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have more talent in that backfield. Uh, Chubb has some injury concerns or injury history. I don't know if it's concerns, but, uh, you know, John Dorsey drafted him, so he's kind of his guy. Uh, I wouldn't be discounting Chubb. Um, Obviously, it's not a great thing for Hunt. It's not a great landing spot. I think Hunt's value is starting to rise the last few weeks. We actually saw it go from, like, late late first early second type of value to actually starting to get some value back people kind of hoping that he was going to land with the team and then the the browns news dropped and everyone was just like what the hell just happened um but i mean it's also good that he's just back in the league like at least he's not getting x'd out of the league so uh it's probably going to be a one-year deal situation there in, in cleveland um who knows what kind of role he's going to have, but I don't think it really hurts Chubb all that much. It hurts my Chubb a little bit. <laughs> That's understandable. Kind of sad. I-, I got a question for you guys. So I was uh, chatting in a group chat, and a lot of us think that it could have been a defensive move because there was uh, Cream Hunt was tied to Baltimore in the division. Do you guys think that it could have potentially been something where they're just kind of playing defense to keep him out of the division and having to play against him? Entirely. And with, I mean, not just the Ravens, the Steelers could possibly be in that mix too. I I mean, I know James Connors there and had a great year, but uh, 
I'd imagine the, the that vet that deal was pretty cheap for the Browns to for uh, for them to pick him up. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, and, and that's not that's not where the um, where the narratives end. I mean, I've I've seen things of that he's just kind of trade bait at this point and could be traded on draft day or maybe not necessarily him, but uh, Duke Johnson as well. Uh, I'd be surprised if Nick Chubb was <laughs> on the trading block draft day, but it, I guess that could be a thing too. I mean, from all facets, but I, I, I have a feeling it's not going to last long. Um, and I'm talking about Kareem Hunt. The Browns are doing some cool stuff. Do you, I, I kind of feel like they're trying really hard to be Bill Belichick. The whole organization is trying really hard to be Belichick. They're doing like some cool sneaky things and we'll see if it works out, but I kind of feel like I get that vibe from them. It just feels like I, I don't really what, Go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, I was just saying, I don't really know what to do. You know, I feel like whenever you have these situations that that jump up, um, you know, everyone immediately wants to try to find, like, where's the edge? Where's the value? What do I need to do? And, I mean, I'm just at the point where I'm like, I, I have no idea what's going down. I mean, I think at this point it's all speculation, which, you know, speculating is fine. But, um, you know, some potentially high-value assets with all of their backs that they have going on right now. So it's I'm kind of – if I if I owned either guy, I would just be holding at this point unless I, you know, something just came across that was like, yeah, this is a slam dunk no matter what happens. So it's, you know, and even even going back to your question about the keeping away from other teams, I guess it really just depends on how much like they how much Dorsey and the team really cares about the PR hit that they were going to take, because if it's only a defensive move then you have to really care very little about what your perception is, you know, from a media standpoint, because they're going to get hit about this, you know, pretty consistently over the next couple months. So, I mean, that's the thing for me that's kind of like, uh, I don't know. And maybe they just don't care. And it just was a savvy business move to keep them away. And then they got an asset to move now. They're going to get it hit. I get it. It, does, <laughs> it doesn't help that the incident happened in Cleveland too. That's, I think that's like the most interesting part of this is, he gets signed in the city that this whole thing went down at. Yeah, he's a he's a native he's a native son too. He right. Know, he, I yeah. think he he played his high school ball there. Yep. Hmm. Cleveland's messed up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm just really curious how it all works out as it pertains to um, once the suspension is over, uh, even if it is a defensive move. Like, do they just not play him? Like, obviously, he's got to see the field at some point, right? That's probably yeah. what Cleveland's game plan is, is is they're punishing him. They're going to sign him for a million-dollar contract <laughs> bench. <laughs> and he's making more than his rookie deal would have paid him this year, which is – that's that's fun. That's, that's John Dorsey <laughs> looking, out for his, looking out for his homie right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me get you a bump. Yeah. I got, I got you, bro. Back to – real quick to what you said, Kyle, about, um, about holding. And though – I agree. I think that no one has an idea of what's going on. Like I've seen so many opinions on Twitter, but just in in a general aspect for fantasy football, dynasty, fantasy football, whatever, like I, I think there is opportunity to capitalize on these types of things and, and take risks to be able, like Jake, you said, or J Mike was saying that Jake is selling him everywhere. Like Jake, do you have a perspective as to, to think like you're just getting out from under the bus? Like you don't even care if you're going to make a profit off of it you get what you can kind of thing. So yeah, you, you can totally, um, 
just feel that type of way of, of wanting to hold because you don't know the situation. But I think there's definitely um, some some fruit there to to grasp. With yeah, I looked up I looked up the word hold in the dictionary and there's a picture of Kareem Hunt. And the reason why is uh, there was a I sent out a couple of tweets and I asked everybody specifically, what would it take for you to sell Kareem Hunt on your team if you had shares? And the average person said a mid first. I sent another tweet conversely asking, what would it take for you to buy Kareem Hunt? What would you buy him for? And everybody would buy him for a mid-second. So if you're selling for a mid-first, but not buying <laughs> until you get a mid-second, that, that is a hold. That is the biggest gap I've ever seen. Yeah, and just going back to what Gabe was talking about, like Hunt, Kareem Hunt was one of my most highly owned players that I'd rostered. And I hadn't made a deal at all offseason. I was just holding because obviously – there was no steam. There was no value uh, increase. And then over the last couple of weeks, for whatever reason, a couple of deals just ended up working out before this incident had, or before he got signed. Um, I traded him and Jordan Thomas for AJ Green in the league. And they're both contending squads. You know, help, have, knowing that you'll have a player giving you production is kind of the, the swing I was taking there. And then another one I traded – him and a second, 2020 second, for Keenan Allen. And it's a points per carry league, so running backs obviously have a lot of value. But, I mean, I was thrilled about that. I mean, that didn't feel like that much of a decreased value from even where he was. I mean, obviously not at his prime. But, um, yeah, it wasn't like I was just trying to get out. It wasn't look like I was just trying to sell Hunt. It was just like these trades just kind of worked out that way. Keenan gets a ton of carries too, so <laughs> – <laughs> he's also got six nipples i don't know if you guys knew that again bro once it's more than three they're called teeth <laughs> that's, that's a full transition uh, <laughs> uh so eaton allen teeton i like it i think i think i think we found a title for the pod tonight Man, that's so gross. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm picturing a man with six nipples right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> Go carry on to something else, bro. I hope you don't mind if I – I'm going to teat that right now, actually. I mean, tweet. <laughs> uh, that, oh, that's so awful. That's so awful. The, uh, <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, yet to yet to show y'all love. What's cracking, everyone? Peter Howard. Hello, sir. Uh, thank you for being first uh, and being my everything and being Jake's uh, side boo. Uh, Dynasty Outhouse. What's up, my brother? Uh, Aaron's back from after a, a week hiatus uh, away from the bar where he was at an actual bar. He says, fair uh, <laughs> "Yeah, fair enough." Cheers to you, my <laughs> man. Uh, Gunther's in the building, like we said. Uh, Brian Hart, this other half of the. Trade Addicts Podcast, my new league mates. What's going on? Um, who else is here? You joined another league, J Mike. Bro. Oh, J so Mike, glad. we gotta get updates. Yeah, I've got I'll a pick coming shade. Up I was throwing shade at Russ. And he's like, Why is Jake throwing me shade in this chat about a league he's not even in? And I was just <laughs> like, I know more than you do. So like I've been waiting to hear these these uh updates on this startup here, J Mike. Yeah, so and, and Code Man's in here too. Uh, what's up, Cody? And, and Bill Layton. Uh, what's up, Bill? Um, but the so yeah, we've got um, we we've got essentially traded out of six. He started up, uh, and 
it's a, a bunch of names of folks that, that you probably already know from either various pods or, you know, various bigger leagues and such. Uh, anyhow, uh, it is 12 team super flex. Uh, it's tight end premium. And we are in round. We're at the end of the fourth. Uh, at this point. Um, so I had 102. I uh, ended up trading back um, for multiple picks later in the startup. Um, so, uh, and obviously the usual suspects tend to go, uh, as you know, Saquon, Holmes, the big backs, so on and so forth. Uh, so I get 106. I land with DeAndre Hopkins. Big fan of his. Uh, ended up going uh, Amari Cooper and Steph Diggs at the two and three turn. Uh, and then just now with one of my picks, I just took Dak after a giant run. So mm-hmm. feeling I pretty good Dak. about that start. Like love I like Dak. that start. Um, and I've got two more picks coming up in the next six picks. And um, I'm, I'm curious at this point, I think one of, one, one of the people that I really like at this point is Jimmy Garoppolo, um, just from a quarterback standpoint, because after him, it gets grisly, like Sam Darnold. Uh, <laughs> the, the, you start falling into like the Philip Rivers, if you, if you still love him, which I, I'm a fan of Phil's. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's going to be a really fun league. But yeah, that's, that's where I am right now, Jake. How, how, yeah. do, how do you grade that start? Well, that's a good start, man. I mean, if you're going to build around receivers, I think that's, that's the way to do it, you know. Um, I, I love running backs personally, but if it's for if it's not a premium position, and how many? What are the starting requirements? Do you know? I can probably look it up. Um, yeah, I mean it's fine. I mean, the, like the the only leagues that I really truly really value running backs are point per carry leagues. I mean that's such a big bonus and a league winning upside there. But otherwise, I like that. I like that build, man. That's what's up, and the. Just in general, from from startup strategy theory, because this is startup season. Um, what do you got? And I'm curious of this. What is the ultimate? If if you're thinking of kind of building the perfect league, what is the ultimate startup etiquette? Like, there, hey, there is no etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no holds barred, man. Just let it let it go. Like, I I personally I don't understand trying to govern like that many people like i know there's a lot of etiquette personally for me it's like why try to regulate that just whatever it is like if if i can somebody can mess you up by saying something then i don't know i don't know if you had a good strategy to begin with what do you you even mean by etiquette like are you talking about like people conversing during the draft or something like that yeah well so so let's (laughs) so one thing for for sure so uh, let's just say, for example, sake, there is a I don't know, and it's not even for this league, but just in general, let's say there's a like six hour clock per se. Slow draft, obviously. Um, is it incumbent upon someone to have to make a pick within 20 minutes after they get on the clock? Oh, no. <laughs> if, if there's a six hour clock or is it a case there's where a- like. I'm, I'm just curious because we love the, we love to draft so much. Right. We, we love we love fantasy. We love the startup. We love the excitement behind it. And then we want to rush through it. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm just confused by it. There's the reason it's a slow draft. There's yeah, a there's a reason there's why there's a the six-hour hour clock. clock. Exactly. You can take five hours and fifty-nine minutes. I don't care. There's a reason it's a slow draft. If like, if if people are getting all aggy, then make it a, a thirty-minute clock. Make it an out whatever. But 
It's a slow draft. <laughs> it's fine. And, and, and I want to be clear. I want to be clear about my new league mates and trade <laughs> I'm not. No, I, th- no, I'm coming at them. Who are they, J. Mike? No, right now, tell me. Tell no, me who the complained. Thing. They've been fantastic. They've oh, okay. been fantastic. I've gotten jokes from Jesse Reeves because it's Jesse Reeves. Shout out, Jesse. You're a turd. I love you, but you're a turd. Um, but no, just, I, I'm just. I, I mean, just you curious. you have to you have to expect to be haggled. But like, if people are seriously like calling you out yeah. about it, that's that's a different thing. Like, uh, I've been in startups where I bust balls about that kind of stuff. But like, seriously, I, I don't really care. You know, like at least you shouldn't care. I mean, if it's a slow draft, it's a slow draft. Let let people take their time to and trades take a while. You know, like if you want to move down, it's not just like you have to send offers. You know, like you can't just expect offers to come in. So you have to take that time to send out offers to communicate and kind of just judge the room and the players that are available. If you if someone in my draft takes five hours on a six hour clock, I'll give them one freebie. After that, <laughs> after that, I'm calling your your wife uh, on clock two. I'm calling your work. I don't I don't play games with anybody doing that. I I I, I have I have never done a draft where I haven't pre drafted. So I'm like a lifetime six wow. seconds on the clock. I don't I don't play games. I hate slow drafts. I I would have probably never even gotten into fantasy if I knew that people did them. I just I, I can't I can't I can't handle them. <laughs> Oh, I great. agree with you guys. I average like I always look at the bottom uh, MFL pages to see like what the average draft time is, and my average draft time is about the average time I spend in the sack with my wife under a minute, baby. <laughs> and I'm proud of both numbers, baby. <laughs> he said, and I am proud of both numbers, <laughs> baby. Oh gosh. That's good. Uh, uh, don't you think I can't it... handle all my teats, man? I, what can I say? Uh, no. I mean that just comes lit. That just comes down to preference, doesn't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> keep the teeth. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, preference of okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. No, I've been I've been known to be actually I would I would like to flip the question. I've been known to be a little bit of a a clock Nazi, uh, just like. Just like you guys are talking about, what's your etiquette when you have like somebody who's like way too high strung? Like after ten minutes goes by and they're already on top of you, and they're calling your wife and calling your work, just like you're t- you're saying. I applaud them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but 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 Kyle, your argument is that it Ooh, needs God's to like work. that that it has to be a uh, a pre draft. Or I mean, a, um, I don't even do it enough, so I don't even know what they're called. Pre-draft pick? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That it needs to be a pre-draft pick versus you know waiting the t- 10 minutes, one hour, two hours, three hours. It has to be pre-draft. I won't say it needs to be. I would prefer it that way. Um, and I just I, I usually gravitate towards the other guy who's a real uptight and drafts like I am, and then we just talk trash about everybody. <laughs> ends, you know, like what's this dude's deal? Does he ever does he even play? You know, uh, that's usually what I'm doing. But Kyle, no, are you are you the guy that's like sitting there like refreshing like on MFL and like, just refreshing? <laughs> Come on, make your pick. God. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm I'm that guy. I, I am not fun to be around. <laughs> Honestly, no, like seriously, I, I have found myself like my home life, and I'm like when I'm in the middle of draft season, I'm like this is this has gone too far. Like I got to just cool off, but I don't know. I, can't. <laughs> I have Kyle's a tough taking time a cool shower. It. He's crying yeah. in the shower again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got the waterproof iPhone with him, just waiting. <laughs> he's on deck. Refresh. <laughs> Siri, update the league. <laughs> How much Siri, time left on the clock? Make his draft pick for him. <laughs> JP, you got so close to the camera. I thought we were going to go Lady in the Tramp for real, bro. Oh, get that spaghetti out, baby. Get it. Let's get it. This, this, That's the real reason why you need to go to the theater, turn the lights down low, and it would just be real, <laughs> real special. J. Mike, I got to admit, you got the kind of voice where it would go really nice with the turning the lights down low theme. My man. I like yep. that. <laughs> Yeah, slide over, Morgan. <laughs> why, why wasn't J-Mac asking you to be the voice of his book? I don't know. And, and I'm sure he could pay me a lot less than he'd have to pay Morgan Freeman to do it. Uh, so, but yeah. Do you got, let's, do you got a man. Morgan Freeman impersonation in there anywhere? We, we were doing some pretty awful ones last week. It was. Oh, damn, I missed it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to. I thought it'd be weird. had a decent one. Would it be kind of like Inception-like if I went back and listened to last week's show while we're recording this week's show? <laughs> like a weird open bar Inception? I think I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> when I was a little boy. Chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> what else? We got a pretty. We got a group of talented people. I want to hear some more impersonations. Surely y'all got something. That was a pretty good J Mike right there. <laughs> I look like seven uh, out of ten. I've got it. I've got him nailed. <laughs> seven out of I'll, ten. I'll keep working on it though. It's... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't have any good ones. Do you have any good ones, Hurley? I got a couple. Some are some are local local heroes, so they won't really quite work on this the show. But maybe for Tyler Gunther, and that's about it. He. He'd be like laughing his butt off, and everybody else would be confused. I'm from Minnesota. I I would understand. Well, maybe I'll have to leave you like a voice message on your phone, like a really creepy one. And it's Tom Shane, by the way. You'll know who that is. <laughs> He's like a jewelry guy. I can do uh I can do a Sean Connery, maybe. Okay. Um, are we allowed to curse on this show? Absolutely. All right. Encouraged. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sean Connery. Rest in peace. I don't think he's died yet, but I'm just gonna say that anyway. We all gotta die. <laughs> it's inevitable, man. Hey, that's a that's a great movie too. Is that is that one of Nick Cage's best? Oh, that's a great question. I mm. it has to be right. Nick Cage power rankings, yes. <laughs> oh god, I'm definitely right. in for that. I'm gonna pull quick. up Nick Cage on Google. Yes, quick, quick. We we did drafts last week. Let's go ahead and have a Nick Cage. Yes, uh, Nick Cage. Yep. Nick Cage draft. Quick, top I'm, of, I'm in top for this. Five. Yep. I'm gonna pull up the order on how how it's showing on the uh, YouTube chat. And Hurley, you are the 101. Uh, Kyle, 102. I've got 103, Jake, 104, Gabe, 
bringing up the rear. Oh, God. Nick Cage films. Do you really oh. think there's that many good Nick Cage Yeah, man. This, this man is a well, national the, the treasure. The thing is, is it doesn't have oh, to necessarily Lord. be, you know, good. Like Nick Cage good. Okay. So it's all relative is what you're saying. Indeed. Fact. <laughs> uh, well, this is difficult. This is more difficult than I thought it would be. I'm, I'm the 101. Oh, this is yeah. easy. The first all two right. picks are want to trade back? All right, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll see Nick Cage. It could be arguable for him, though. There, there are two really – two, like, that stand out, I feel like, above, above – Yeah, him. there's two. There's two. Can I just I, – I don't want to put too much information out there, but I'm stuck between face-off, gone in 60 seconds, and the rock. Oh, I'm going to go uh, – uh, You're missing one. one. I'm sorry. I'm one. sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm you're sorry. One. I'm going to go uh, welcome to the rock. <laughs> at 101. Very good. Uh, I pre-drafted. I took Con Air with two. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's pretty sweet draft time you got there, man. That was one of my top two right there. That's funny, man. The I funny mean, thing is while I was waiting to make my uh, The Rock pick, Kyle was like staring at the screen getting pissed that I haven't made my selection yet. And uh, Mike, my wife Mike. is not going to... Oh, Kyle was calling him. My wife said my uh, Kyle was calling him. Curly, shut up. J Mike on the clock. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kyle's going to get pissed and hang up from this call. J Mike's like, like, I'm not sure. Does anybody want to train into this spot? I'm not gonna, I got some stuff to do. I'll be back in a couple hours. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Kyle's like, oh. <laughs> Any, any, anybody have a third teat for this uh, pick? <laughs> I'll give you a second round pick of the Travolta movies. As long as it's be cool. If it's be cool, I can dig it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with face off. Oh man, like face off is face off is the is is the clear delineation between the teardrop here, uh, where it goes from like the the like you know if we're looking at the dynasty. Yes, yes. There's like the four. top three. There's the top three. Some odd players, forty some point. This is like the 2019 rookie class right now. <laughs> falling off a cliff here. That's amazing. Damn, already. <laughs> Gabe, you're on the clock. Am I? No, no, it's you, Jake. You're oh, playing. am I? Yeah. Oh, I don't like this spot. Let's just pick a decent movie here, I think. Well, I feel like we've that all three have been like pretty good movies. They're not like the I don't know. Yeah, this isn't really classic the cage, but I'm gonna go kick ass. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah, that's like a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the list of what the options are for good movies for Nick Cage right now? <laughs> I mean, we've it, about we've about wrapped it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was wrapped up already. That's why Kick Ass was the sneaky good sneaky good movie though. He he's one of the voices uh, in the Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. He's Spider Man Noir. Really? Did not know mm. that. Was that good? It was yeah. very, very good. I don't want to see that. Solid. I want. I wanted more. I wanted more of the other Spider Men and Woman, but uh, you know, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. So you've got you've got only a few left here, Gabe, to, to choose from, or is it still Jake? A few left. <laughs> He's I, been uh, for like 30 well, years, first but of all, I, I think I I would suggest that y'all see Mandy. That was one of his most recent movies, and it is absolutely insane. <laughs> and it's like pretty good, though. Um, 
All I can ever think about as far as Nick Cage clips is from Vampire's Kiss. Have y'all ever seen that? Mm-mm. All right. So. Jay Mike, we're going to close the open bar early. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll just find a stream. Can we do Mystery Science Theater? I think that was Tom Cruise, actually. <laughs> Tom what Cruise? was that called? Vampire's what? Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, just Vampire's Kiss. Seriously, like, <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Um, but a, uh, you know what I think I'll go with is leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, solid choice. It's a, it's that one's like a good movie, and it like Classic. really fucks with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you are struggling with with alcoholism or anything, like, <laughs> I I I can imagine. I feel that people watching that would be like, I quit. <laughs> That's, that's enough. <laughs> Wrap it up. I mean, uh, <laughs> shout out to the all alcoholics out there. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> the nah, gosh, I don't. Even, I really don't even want to talk about Antonio Brown. Um, okay. What's the What's the chat say? I mean, what What is like? We already kind of knew that he was going to be traded it seemed and now it's just official that he's officially asked but he like kind of already did he just put in the paperwork like he he signed the lease like what (laughs) i just don't understand like what what's the i don't know if he thinks like this is the nba and like this is like a like a power flex because what happens if they don't even trade him and he just goes back to pittsburgh that's gonna be mad awkward (laughs) don't get over it is is there any possible? Do you guys think there's any possibility that he does stay in Pittsburgh? No. No, I just, I just, I think, I think he's burned up. I think he's just burned up at this point. It just seems like every opportunity he has to sort of like potentially walk anything back or kind of, you know, be less boisterous about his position. He just, he just isn't doing it. I mean, I suppose they could, they could do whatever they want to do, but I, I just, I don't know. I'd put, I'd put the odds at really low that he ends up staying there. Like what specifically would the odds be? Um, if I were going to have to bet it that he was going to stay, well, you know, now that I think about it and from that standpoint, I'd need three or four to one that he'd stay. I'd say. So I mean, that, um, I think uh, the Vegas odds were like twelve to one weeks ago that he would like as far as like what team he's going to be on. I think it was like nine to one or twelve to one, something like that in Vegas for him staying in Pittsburgh weeks ago. I'm just saying, if you guys want to give me some odds, I want to. I want to make a. Or I mean, we're at a bar. Let's make some bets, right? Yeah, do it. Yes. So I yes. got a dollar. I got a dollar. Says Antonio stays in Pittsburgh, and I want somebody to give me some odds. When you uh, say stay, what are they in Vegas? I'll give you. Th- I'll give you three to one. I'll take a three to one. That's my cutoff. Yep. I think that's. I think that that's that seems. Uh, you know. That's that's the implied the implied probability of three to one is twenty five percent. Okay, can we like shake hands through the webcam or? Okay, I want. I no, can't I mean, wait. I can't wait I for a one dollar get... PayPal transaction. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will tweet that. <laughs> Just make sure you send it through friends so you don't pay tax on that. Good yeah, call. There you go. Damn it, PayPal. <laughs> your your wife coming up to you. Uh, excuse me, John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
I, hey, I got a call from Kyle, something about your draft time, and then now this dollar <laughs> you owe him. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. But uh, you, you didn't select friends and family, so it was actually 66 cents, so nice work. <laughs> Son of a bitch, PayPal. By the way, this segment is sponsored by PayPal. <laughs> well, hey, last thing, last, last thing I want to say, uh, Lord of War is actually a good Nick Cage movie. You guys seen that one? Oh, phenomenal. Yeah, I like that one. That's I don't a great I've one. seen it. Yeah, he's like an arms dealer. Uh, he's like a Ukrainian arms dealer. Uh, it's you know, it's entertaining. I've not seen that one. Ukrainian arms. That's the that's the Nick Cage bit. Like, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carla was the prom queen. <laughs> can anybody do a good Nick Cage? Is that even something that can be done? Not even no. Nick Cage does a good Nick Cage. Exactly. When you got close to the camera, you were seriously giving me that vampire's kiss as well. <laughs> I feel like it's more like an impression uh, physically. Like you yeah. just do like the crazy eyes. Face stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Like the From Gone in 60 off. Seconds when he's re- listening that. to yeah, yeah. Low Rider. He's like, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. That's what everybody said after that scene. Uh, what was that? Um, What's his name? I mean, what was that movie? Ghost Rider? Oh, yeah. Probably really good, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't see it, but probably really good. <laughs> I didn't see it either. Oh, it was just in his IMDb. I think he did all his own stunts in that. Like, he was actually on fire, and many people were <laughs> hoping that he was going to die, perish in the fire. No, that was just his career. <laughs> <laughs> well struck. What a beautiful metaphor. <laughs> So, uh, Gabe, uh, we, we uh, I think we did this on purpose the other day, um, but we chose not to talk about the Super Bowl at all. Um, is is there any aspect of the game or is there any aspect of all of it that we are wanting to acknowledge in any way, shape or form? Uh, 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 <laughs> I, I, um... <laughs> Those were a lot of noises. <laughs> I, it's not like I wanted this, but I just anticipated it so much that Todd Gurley had some sort of knee issue that was a lot more major than what it was, apparently. I'm just, I'm just still a little weirded out by it. (laughs) I mean, clearly it wasn't right, but I just, I just still don't get it. I thought there'd be something where he'd need to clean up the knee or some sort of strain MCL strain maybe is what it was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that, I mean, it probably just yeah. needed more rest, you know? Like, right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it was the MCL strain where, yeah. you know, um, that's typically d- d- dependent on the, the grade, you know, that's going to be somewhere between two and four weeks, but uh, I don't know. Nobody else finds it weird that they keep saying, Hey, he's not hurt. Hey, guys, I'm not hurt. Hey, he's not hurt. Hey, guys, I'm not hurt. And then McVeigh turns around and says, "No, R- Gurley's not going to require offseason surgery." Yeah. Well, I don't think he was like injured. He was hurt, and he wasn't. He wasn't where he's been. Like he wasn't the player we were used to. Like his. It's if you look at the the metrics, like he was the fastest player on the field, but he wasn't making lateral cuts like he used to. Like. And in a straight line, that's fine. But like when you have to make people miss and you're making cuts, like that's a different ball game than just being able to run 
straight, you know, north-south. Jake, I'm, I'm just saying they, they told us 15 times over he's not hurt, and then they had the need to tell us that he doesn't need surgery. Like, why are you telling me he doesn't need surgery if you've been telling me he's he's not hurt? Well, they probably got he just <laughs> kept asking the questions about Gurley. It's like, no, his he's not going to need hurt. surgery. Yeah, his feelings were hurt. Actually, I'm currently DMing with Dr. David M. Chow, and he believes it's a strained teat <laughs> that held him back. That that really uh, limits your lateral cuts. Yeah. Now, is this the or fourth? Lact- was, it a high, was it a high strain? It limits your lactoral cuts, my bad. Oh, that was an easy <clears throat> softball there, yeah. Was it a high strain? Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a solid question right there. <laughs> now, is this the fifth or sixth teeth that we're talking about? There you go. Really, that's really where things get, get hairy. I got a question for Kyle. So, Kyle, you said you were super confused with the Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb situation. Are you more confused with that situation or the Todd Gurley thing that's happening? Um, I feel more... I feel like we have more, like a bit more information about the Rams thing. Like, I think it's easier to trust Gurley than it is any of those other guys. I would kind of, at this point, strike it up to more as like, yeah, he was probably hurt to some degree. But I definitely agree that it was weird that he had to, like, go on and say a few different times that he wasn't hurt. And it's like, why are you saying that if it's if it's a non-thing? And maybe he was getting peppered with the question. But, um, I, yeah, I, I feel better about about Gurley and kind of what's what's going on there and i um i actually grew up with sean mcveigh so i oh, um yeah i anticipate that i'm going to have a lot of job offers forthcoming so <laughs> little, i don't, don't want to get into the weeds here yeah you missed your window on that buddy yeah i know right <laughs> like man i should have stayed in touch with him so you'd be more on the hunt with Gurley because he gives you a bigger chub yeah that's it. exactly well okay. said wow so just, well done early really just all over the <laughs> the word plays today. I wrote all these things down before coming right. on the show. So I, I'm truthfully, I'm still so hurt that John Kelly uh, isn't a thing that I, I, I can't even really talk anymore Same. about the Rams back Same. Same. I can't even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Kyle. It's like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm still not over it either, Kyle. I'm more well, upset so- about Chad Kelly. What the heck? Oh, yeah, that man, too. That's another. <laughs> And I've Jim Kelly, back. if you're a Bills fan, why not? Let's just go there. Yeah. All the Kellys. <laughs> Kyle's like, this, this feeling's way too familiar. It feels like somebody's on the clock right now. <laughs> yeah, this is it. We're just, we need to keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle, it is Kyle, definitely February. Kyle's like, next subject. Everybody get the piece in? Next subject. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, didn't Kyle, didn't Gurley want? drop a little bit in drafts, though? Where yes. where did he where is he falling to like top five or so? I've looked at a bunch of mocks. He was the Four, emphatic one hundred two going into it, and he's fallen down to like the the one hundred three to one hundred five range, which isn't yeah. like oh my god, but it's it's he had a stronghold on the one hundred two, you know, and sometimes one hundred one. Hmm. That yeah. is shocking. Uh, I mean, I mean would you guys would you guys rather have Gurley or Zeke on your team at this point? Gurley, Zeke. Mm, that's a good question. Probably Zeke, I think. I go Zeke, man, with the way Dak's playing, and man, the way he got involved in the pass game too. Right, yep. that's that's the only thing that kind of yeah. uh, clicks with me is is just how many receptions he had this year. Did Zeke not is also like that many. insane, like at least partially. So you don't know what could happen with that guy. 
like there's some trepidation with like taking Zeke that high. Yeah. That's why I'd go Gurley. Like I actually think it'd be closer to say like Kamara or Christian McCaffrey. Just because they're I feel like they're just safer, you know, like <laughs> See, I'm, 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 but I've got Kamara like at the back of that pack of of guys, though. I think. Do you? I do. Yeah, just uh, of those. What is that? Top five? What is it? Uh, Gurley, CMC, uh, Zeke, uh, Kamara. Like those four behind Saquon. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I'd rather have Kamara the least of those guys. Hmm. I mean, I'm on, I'm on that. I'm with you there. Same. I think I'd rather have McCaffrey. And Kamara over Zeke. Wow. I mean, it's all it's a, it's close. It's like yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. same tier, I'd say. But isn't it funny? Like, there's like five running backs at the top of ADP now. No, oh, it's awesome. It feels good. It feels right. In the I mean, day and age of the passing game, I mean, it all comes back to like these guys catch passes. Yeah, <laughs> like they're such a weapon for winning championships. Receivers still had a big year too. I mean, they came back. It was, it was. I mean, yeah, running backs are have been great the last few years, but the receivers actually um, propelled themselves back to where they normally are. Yet, running backs are still at the top. I don't. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not with that. No. That's why you trade back, right, J. Mike? There you go. Get you <laughs> the pre the pre draft trade. Feels, gotta feel pretty good to get Hopkins at 106, though. Bro, I like because because truly, like I I'm I love DeAndre Hopkins. You're gonna take him and at 102. Gabe, and, and I wanted to when Gabe and I had the discussion, what was it um last preseason, I think, Gabe, where you're like, mm-hmm. hey, there's one guy who's been sitting at the top of this wide receiver heap through all of the mess, and it was OBJ, because that's, that's Gabe's boy, and he's fantastic, obviously. Um, but there's just something about Hopkins that I'm just a huge fan of, and then he goes out this year and just – he's absurd. And, and the whole no drops on – you yeah. know, I think he's the safest wide receiver to own. Would you, I, I'm uh, I would flirt with the idea of having Devonte Adams as my wide receiver one. I wouldn't. Ooh, that's he had spicy. he had he had the wide receiver one season. Like he was the wide receiver one. He's got Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. He's got no other wide receivers on his entire team. The Packers are stubborn, so they're not going to bring in anybody. Yeah, so like just, I, I just don't just see that changing. Lacks yardage, lacks receptions. Like he's not the the hog. You know, like he's not an elite target hog he's not a monster in that regard like i agree his situation's phenomenal and i think he's one of the safest wide receivers um because he is attached to rogers for probably the next four years or so he was Um, consistent every game and i think he's i I, like i understand he's in the conversation i just wouldn't put him there but i I actually i don't blame you i just i couldn't personally put him there you can blame me it's okay no i blame you i'm kind of pissed (laughs) kyle what do you think hurry up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you should know based on what i said that i'm not i'm not investing much time in startups so I, I what i've done i've done and then we we go from there i i i, I don't really i don't have a huge um opinion about about any of those guys. i'm fine really honestly landing any of those guys but i will say my thought on Gurley specifically of that group i feel less less optimistic about him Ooh. 
not, not, I'm not saying I put him behind them. I'm just saying he doesn't seem like he's trending up, and I can make a case for everyone else in that group trending up. Um, just, just because I, I just, I guess I have that question in the back of my mind about girls. Like, don't you think? Don't you think everybody has that question right now and that hesitation? And don't you think even if it's a small window, don't you think that does open up some window to buy him at least a decent amount cheaper than you've been able to the last two years? Yeah, I just honestly don't know. I just don't know that I'm going one, like I'm in a hurry to go one for one with any of those other guys. Um, I actually, I don't have Gurley on any teams. I have several of the other guys. Like I love having, you know, McCaffrey and, and, and Kamara, my, my best team, I drafted them both in a startup. And so, you know, it would be hard for me not to win that league last year. Very interesting. Hey, Jake. Yeah. I'm just pulling up Google because I've got a terrible memory. Otherwise, I would have asked you right away. Um, and I think my T told me back from having good memory skills. But <laughs> they how many targets do you, how, how, There you go. How many, how many targets do you think Devontae Adams had last year? Off the top of my head, I bet he had... And you can just give me a rank instead. Well, I, won't, I won't force you to okay. give me a number. Okay, I'd, I'd say he was probably... Sixth in targets, he was one target from being the first number one. Was he really? Yep. Julio had one seventy. Oh, and he had one sixty nine. Where was he in receptions? Receptions one eleven, and he was uh, what does that put him in sixth for for receptions? So yeah. second for targets, sixth in receptions. Yeah. Second for touchdowns, I think it is. Yeah, touchdowns so. are always his jam. God, Eric Ebron had 13 touchdowns. Unreal. He had a passing and two rushing. Yeah. <laughs> but but what does – just let's stick with Devontae Adams just for a second. Um, in terms of the changes that they've incurred in Green Bay, uh, the changes that they've occurred in Atlanta, uh, the changes that will be occurring likely in Pittsburgh, uh, are any of those situations or any of those things give you pause on those guys at all? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, Anto- yeah, you're talking Antonio and Julio, right? Antonio, Julio, Antonio, and Julio, Devante. Yeah, I mean all those, all those coaching chain. I mean all those coaching um, options, and even Juju. Like we saw Antonio Brown and Juju be, I think it was third and fourth in the league last year in targets um, amongst wide receivers. That is, like, I, I don't know what, the the whole AB being out. Like, what what does? I'm just curious. I how I think it's huge to see how Pittsburgh deploys Juju. Because if he starts going out wide now and then gets the team's best cornerback, like he's such a natural slot wide receiver. Not it's not like I don't think he could probably play outside fine. Um, I just don't know if his efficiency is gonna be anywhere near. Now he'll probably make up with it because he'll get more targets with A B gone, but um I don't know. I've never been able to buy on I mean, there's people talking Juju as a wide receiver two in Dynasty, and that's for me, that's something I can't get behind, and it was probably like when I heard top six, I couldn't get behind. So um, Juju's just a guy that I like that I, I I can never catch up with the with the hype. Yep, good opportunity and maybe not good enough skill. He's got good skill, but yeah, Antonio is like elite. Or the the thing with me is like it's same thing with Tyler Boyd, and I know the splits with when Antonio have been out, Juju's performed well. But, I mean, they've been small splits. So everyone said 
or not everyone, but a lot of people said when AJ Green got hurt, oh, Tyler Boyd's going to get even better. And a lot of times that's not the way it works. You know, <laughs> like drawing coverage is a serious thing in this league. And, and when you have a target monster drawing coverage and you're the second or third option, I think that's a big advantage for you. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't see him, like you said, I don't think he has the talent to um, kind of put up AB type stats. I think a lot but of people also, think he would. Also think about who Antonio Brown has been opposite side from for however long he's been, you know, the the number one overall wide receiver, whatever. Like I, I'm like struggling to think of one that it came anywhere near of what Juju has done in the last two years. Like, like Darius Hayward Bay. Like, I, I mean, what, Sure, you have to. It helps to have Antonio Brown on the other side, but you still have to be good at football. Oh, and, for sure. And just, I mean, just the elite production that he has had over for how young he is. I mean, he is in elite territory here with with what his future holds. I mean, it, it's it's really insane how those numbers project. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I I am curious how they use him. That is certainly interesting. But I don't know. The dude's a baller. I think I think he's going to be all right. You know, the the one guy who I think really is going to benefit from the whole situation. James. If, assuming, yeah, James Washington. I just, oh, really, I thought you were going to say I, Eli I, Rogers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think James right. Washington, and even just looking at James Washington's skill set, I mean, he was, you know, he doesn't have the prototypical outside receiver build, but that's what he played at, at Oklahoma State. And he showed he could beat, he could beat plenty of man coverage and definitely be a vertical threat, good ball skills. So, you know, I don't I don't know. I think sometimes it's easy to just think like outside receiver as a team's wide receiver one. But I think that the data is starting to show that that's not necessarily the case. So I'm not saying they'd ask him to be, um, you know, like their primary. I still think that'll be Juju. But I, I think Washington could really be a good buy this offseason. I'm I'm interested up. In, on what his real value is because I think he's a little bit polarizing. You know, like I've already heard like he's worth a mid first and. I, honestly, I don't mind because I'm down on this class, but it's funny, like, he had the season he had, and now his value has increased, you know? Yeah, I got I think... one. Of, I got an ultimate taboo dynasty question for you guys. And, Kyle, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. No, go ahead. Your, your question's better than my comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I doubt it. Uh, I was going to say something about Teat, so you're probably wrong. <laughs> Uh, it, it's the ultimate dynasty taboo question. It's the chicken or egg. So is Juju's success more because of his talent or more because of the system and Ben Roethlisberger? Kyle, you can answer first. I think it's both. I don't, I don't think it's a, I think it's a combination of both things. And part of that just sort of comes from my process. I shared a little bit on the beginning of the show where, you know, my background is sort of in college fantasy. And so I am much more concerned about the, immediate opportunity and scheme that a player is going to be involved in than I am the actual talent. I really don't care if you're that good. Um, if you're just going to get the ball thrown your way a bunch of times and you've got a good quarterback doing it and, you know, the offense to be successful, that's more important to me. And so I guess that's sort of part of my like philosophy too. And I'm, I'm very malleable, like with my rookie rankings, for example, because I'm, I'm just really, really interested. You can be the best player and land in a bad spot and then, I just think you need to be, you know, priced accordingly. I think sometimes that's not done as much. So for me, I think he has both the combination of all of the, he just has all of those things working for him. So 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel pretty optimistic that he can probably come close to doing, doing what he did. Um, I, I, I believe in his ability and I like that. I, I, I'm interested in having their wide receivers right now. That's fair. The, um, and Gabe, we're, we are right up against the, uh, I believe 60 minute mark. Yeah. We're right up against it. I thought you guys were all about breaking rules now. <laughs> See, that, that was... my brother would say over the, his bachelor weekend. I thought this was a party. <laughs> Jay Mike's throwing out the last call here. Yeah, everyone's like, dude, I just want to go to bed. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't know what you want from me, Gabe. You, you tell me to, you tell me to get it under control. You tell me you want to keep partying. Make up your mind. Make up your mind, Dev. Uh, the uh, and, and I'm just looking I'm, for Pittsburgh wide receivers that have been relevant at all. That's, what I'm that's trying enough. To find yeah. right now. Lima Sweet, hello, um, Heinz Ward, baby. Yeah, but no, no. <laughs> He's, like yeah, Emmanuel man. Sanders is the last dude that was kind of like, all right, next to uh, Antonio Brown. What about Mark, Martavis Mark Bryant Wallace? and his fifty percent touchdown ratio? <laughs> yeah. Mike Wallace, but Mike Wallace was kind of the one when Antonio was there. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Gabe, I was wondering um, when someone was going to bring this up. I wasn't going to proactively say anything, um, but I, I feel like we have to get it. We have to. We have to shout this out. Uh, and Aaron, the big winner here, um, and maybe Aaron should win a shirt for this. I don't know, Gabe, but Aaron is the only and the first one to notice that the Christmas tree is no longer over my left shoulder. Oh my gosh. Wow. Was it, like there, you, was it there last week? It was not. <laughs> it was not. What did you say, Jake? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. What a freaking jerk. Your uh, comment was going to be better than my comment. I feel like okay. that should... Kyle's Kyle's statement should be like the the phrase of this show. That should be a T-shirt. No, no, no. Your your question is better than my comment. Anywho, uh, uh, well, that was. I mean, yeah. Shout out, <laughs> would you say Aaron said that? Yep. Shout Aaron out there. Logan. Shout out there. That's pretty okay. All right. Observing. Okay. Uh, real quick before we do go, Kyle. Um, to, to let you flex your college chops real quick. Yeah, I like uh, that we had Kyle on and didn't talk college or rookie. At all. <laughs> at all. Yeah. I don't know. I hope you don't hate us, Kyle. I hope you'll come back sometime. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I admire all you guys and your teats and, you know, the way that you guys embrace what you do. You a lot enough. of courage. <laughs> a lot of courage to come out Thanks here every week and do this. Takes <laughs> uh, a lot of courage for you all to be who you are. I appreciate that. Gain a little bit of respect tonight for you guys. <laughs> I had none. I had none before. So, Kyle, real quick, your your favorite running back, wide receiver, and tight end of this class coming up. Just your favorite. Um, I'm gonna have to parse. I'm gonna have to give. A couple not so fun answers. So I'm going to give you two running backs, David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs. Bam. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you one one run a wide receiver who uh, stands alone for me, and that's Kelvin Harmon. And oh, then take in your I face, am in your face. And then I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go with a three headed monster at tight end: Hawkinson, Fant, and Smith. Um, I really don't care who will be my tight end one, whoever lands best of the three of them. But um, I know it's not fun to talk tight ends, but this is a really ridiculous tight end really class. Really good tight end class. Yeah. 
best position group in this class, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's really especially especially kind of doing what I do and doing Debbie and looking forward. I'm like, man, there's more exciting guys in this class than I can make a case for in the entirety of college football coming up over yeah. the next few years. So it's it's a good group. I got we did we just did a rookie mock and it's a, it was a tight end premium superflex. I got Irv Smith at three oh four. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's and Hawkinson went one twelve, which I thought was good value for him in a tight end premium with this class. But it was like again, I was like, I'm gonna take the one that drops, and then I took Nada at four oh four. Like yeah. the fact that Nada's like tight end eight for a lot of people in this class is pretty crazy. Yep. Especially too, if you look at, if you look at tight ends historically, like specifically, if you look at all the tight ends who were ranked as five stars by rivals or who would, or, or whoever it was, I mean, it's that, that is the best. Uh, let me, let me say that is the best group that analysts have done in terms of forecasting a high school prospect to have an NFL success. Like almost mm-hmm. all of the five-star tight ends out of high school have been something in the NFL. And so um, I think not is the only in that group that applies. And um, you know, he obviously didn't get the football enough, but I, 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 I would love him at that spot if I'm yeah. drafting for real. Yeah. His dad, uh, he, his dad teated me and said it was a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John Paul, real I quick. just realized you said teated. <laughs> so funny. Uh, teat storm. Been. It's been a teat storm tonight. <laughs> JP, when it comes to um, DK Metcalf and that picture that came out regarding his um, just absurd body, um, can you tell us the last time that your body looked like that? I mean, his teats were really out there. So if we're, <laughs> if we're going, are we talking about muscles or teeth? Total package, specifically the teeth action. That's Everything what you're for. You guys are probably too young for this, but he looks like uh, David Boston to me, man. We already had this right. happen once. <laughs> uh, we've seen David Boston's legs. Let's not compare the two. In fact, and I'm going to change Boston my roided like shit. Exactly. I'm going to change my Twitter <laughs> handle to David Boston's legs, I think. Follow oh, me on Twitter at David Boston's legs. <laughs> then you have to do Melvin Gordon's legs too. So Saquon's oh. legs. Saquon's got Saquon's some monster legs too. Eyes. Last mm. time my body looked like that was uh, uh, nineteen in the seventies. Seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you uh, when, when you put that? when you put his picture up against. Your picture, I think that really we're just we're, we're splitting teat hairs. Really, <laughs> I want a side by side, JP. I, I will, I will agree to a side by side. Maybe I will put it up for a bet first. So instead of the one dollar bet that I made with, uh, who did I make that with? Kyle. With Kyle. Kyle. Instead of our one dollar bet, I will bet you a side by side with DK Metcalf of myself and DK. I was just hoping that'd be a throw in. I'm just going to teat it right now. I, I, I don't need to bet. <laughs> I don't need to bet. <laughs> He's just looking for a way yeah, in. <laughs> looking for an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since we have Kyle here, I want to ask him too. So let's pick his brain. So we got his top. Let's get his sleepers for each group as well. Hmm. How sleeper we want to? How, how sleeper we want to sleep here? I mean, let's just, go let's just say, let's, wanna, let's just you know, say, like yeah, after the first guys, after the first, yeah, let's say day three guys are at least like Projected. round, round four or five rookie guys. Okay, um, 
And just to I give think... you a quick heads up, Kyle, the, the, most most of most of the viewership of our pod uh, are other podcasters. Okay. <laughs> people who are extra nerdy into okay, <laughs> into cool. uh, Dynasty. Yeah. So you're, you're amongst friends when you want to get nerdy. Yeah, awesome. Um, three running backs, and I'm just going to kind of go like – off, off the top of my head here, what I'm thinking of three, three running backs I'll be targeting uh, pretty late would be uh, Alexander Madison from Boise Damn. State. Yes. Um, and then if I'm looking at two, you know, what I perceive to be kind of smaller pass catching backs, I'm going to look for James Washington from Washington State. And then lastly, uh, Darwin Thompson from Utah State. Those are all guys that I think I don't even know if they're being drafted right now. I don't really pay too much attention to rookie ADP stuff now. It's just, it's not going to look anything like it in a month. So um, those would be three running backs that I think are going to be available pretty late that I like. Uh, Madison is the one that I think has the most potential to like actually be featured. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then let's see wide receivers. I know he's got all the character concerns going on right now and he doesn't have the combine invite. So that's not good, but Preston Williams from Colorado state, um, you know, he's a guy with day two talent that is going to be drafted day three and he's going to be late, you know, fourth or fifth runner in rookie picks, you know, especially if it's early on. Um, another wide receiver, I'll go with Antoine Wesley from Texas Tech. Um, I don't know if you guys ever get this way, but like you already have a player, you already see a player in a uniform. I, I already see him. Uh, getting drafted by Cliff Kingsbury again, just because their familiarity. And I think that you look at the season he had last year, like it had like 88 catches for them, scored a bunch of touchdowns. Um, he He's a guy that I think is going to be a, a pretty good riser. He's tall and thin. He's so like 6'5", 200, right? yeah. maybe two, yeah. maybe two. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, um, you know, his um, – his TMI is teat mass uh, index, but he's, <laughs> he certainly has a little, a little, a little room to grow in the chest. Uh, and so, it's the best episode ever, ever, ever. <laughs> and then let's see, quarterbacks don't take any of them that aren't drafted in the first round. Don't care about any of them. And then, um, tight ends, uh, tight ends. There's a ton. I mean, I'll just say, um, tight ends that I like who are going to be pretty low in the consensus. Uh, Dax Raymond from Utah state could be a pretty good sleeper. Super uh, you mentioned Nada. If he's available that late, I'm, I'm looking for him that late. Um, what do you think about Sternberger? I love Sternberger. Yeah. He's, he, he, he would be the other as well. I think he's a, he's, he's super a physical for being like, he looks like a wide receiver, but like yeah. he's pretty decent blocker too. Yeah, for sure. I, I think he's – I'm glad you brought him up. He would have slipped through my mind. But, yeah, he's going to be like a fringe top five talent for me. I actually have him – Yeah, I think he's I have five him, or so have, for me. I actually think I have him close uh, – like pretty closely grouped to the top three that I mentioned, like the big three. But I think that I – he's not going to get as much money spent on him as those other three guys. So, yeah. I, you know, I tear him back a little bit. But, yeah, I, I like him a lot too. Awesome. Any of you other guys got sleepers, rookie sleepers? I cannot positions. Speak. You cannot sleep. Yeah, that makes. I sense. cannot. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'm not going to bed till seven a.m., guys. Uh, no, I cannot speak. I said I, there's no way that I can dip into a like. I can hardly sleep into a five round rookie draft right now. So I can't. <laughs> no. Pass. Right. Give me the Nick Cage back. <laughs> <laughs> the hey Jake that uh that mock that we did. Uh, yeah. Over the last couple of days, yeah. I'm so when someone like 
I don't know. I, and I'm curious of, of your all, your thoughts on this too, Kyle. But um, when it comes to somebody like Bryce Love, who was so well regarded last year before he came out, not that he was going to necessarily be a world beater, but someone who was as highly regarded as him, as productive as he was, uh, he goes back to school, he gets hurt, uh, and he comes out. Well, I took I think I took 408 uh, in, in this in this mock. <laughs> so like, weird. Like right, exactly. So. So how, how do how do you guys rectify a guy like like Bryce Love when uh, I don't know he's he's wildly productive? I mean you're gonna have to play the patient game. I mean he might not get drafted, he might not play this season, so he might be on the outside looking in. And I mean, are you gonna hold on to him all year? Do you have a taxi? I mean, that's gonna be part of the questions that you're gonna have to ask if you're gonna draft him. I don't know if you're gonna be putting a third round pick on him um, unless you feel like you're gonna hold him. So I don't. I don't know. I wasn't a huge Bryce Love fan when when the hype was going crazy in, in Devi circles. So um, I don't know how Kyle feels, but it, it's it was surprising. Like when I took Nada, I mean Bryce Love was a guy that is there, a name recognition, obviously um, a guy that you would consider. But just I don't know. I don't know what to expect out of his future. I don't see him being a feature back in the NFL. So I think his roles is kind of limited there, anyways. And then you have all these concerns. I think that's probably kind of like the proper value for him right now. Yeah, I, I, t- I tend to agree with you. He was never a guy that I was really optimistic about. I mean, I know that he was getting mocked in a lot of places, like a potential, like, I think I saw him going a few mocks, like, um, you know, like not, not rookie mocks, but actual team mocks where he NFL was like going to, the, yeah. going to the Eagles at the end of the first and stuff. And I mean, I, I thought that was wild. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, for me, if you're going to be a sub 200 pound back, you have to have a pretty impressive pass catching profile. He doesn't have that. Um, you know, the other issue with him is durability. I mean, he's tough as hell. There's no doubt about that. Like literally every game he played, he was bleeding out of a different part of his body, <laughs> but he was staying on the field. So like, I love that, but you know, there's durability concerns and then I'll get real inside baseball here. And if you know anything about his background, he's actually like, um, you know, like a really serious student at Stanford and he's a uh, pre-med and wants to work specifically with like ch- as a doctor to work with children with like really serious, um, you know, illnesses and other things that they're sort of uncurable. So for me, I always believed he was going to be a one contract rookie rookie running back anyway like he was maybe going to go and 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 get his money and then after that maybe move on to like some of the other things that he cared about in life so there's just enough there's way too many red flags for me so he's just he's not a guy that I've been interested in and you know I I don't I don't I don't mind it I guess at at that price but I I'd honestly prefer and I'm going to be well in the minority here all of the backs that I mentioned earlier Madison Williams and uh, and Thompson, I actually prefer all of those guys, and I know that's 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 going to be a pretty contrarian opinion right now. And which, which Williams was it that you took or that you like? J- James Williams. <laughs> okay. he, Jim uh, Mike's taking notes right now. James <laughs> Williams. Yeah. And, and where did he play? For, for, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, Travion came to my head. So I don't even. You know, know. And I'm I'm not even joking on this. This is just too perfect. James is better known as Booby Williams. <laughs> no joke. His mama called Little Teets, man. No, no, no joke. So, <laughs> Little Williams. Hey, oh, what? this is rounded out to form so well. I just caught, out. 
let me let me let me say that he caught he caught 202 passes as a running back at Washington State. It's the most it's the most any running back has caught at least in the past five years. Do you think he's like a, a James White type back? In yeah, the I mean, much more prolific than James White was a, as a receiver right, at right, this right. point in their game. But I mean, but it, it translates at, to the NFL. I mean, if, here's the thing: if I'm watching the NFL playoffs, there were two there were two running backs that made a difference to me. One was James White, and the other was Alvin Kamara. Other than that, I'm just kind of like you know. I, those are the guys that made differences that that I think kept defensive coordinators up to scheme against. I just think the game's moving to that way, and I just, um, you know, I think Williams is one of those guys that he's, you know, 202 catches. That's more than the majority yeah. of receivers that are going here, and even though there are a lot of checkdowns, he's got a lot of skill too. Yeah, I think you make a good point. Like, if you're not going to be a three-down feature back in the NFL, you better be a damn good pass catcher. And if yep. you don't have that, I'm not really interested. And, and that's, that's And that's where – Go ahead. Yeah, and that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot late in rookie drafts. Like I'm not looking at anybody sub 200 in the first few rounds because you're just you know aside from Christian McCaffrey or Shady McCoy, the percentages of a guy coming to the combine and weighing 202 or less and ever meaning anything at fantasy are really really slim. And I think that yeah, we may be getting away from that in a little bit just with the way the game's evolving and specifically running backs are getting involved, but. For me, I'm just that's that's a big thing for me. So if I'm looking late in rookie drafts, I'm thinking, okay, who's going to be my guy that's that's going to be able to to be my pass catching back and fill in on third downs at a minimum and and be a mismatch guy, um, you know, specifically in full PPR formats and stuff like that. I got one more question. Like I could talk all day to Kyle about rookies. Um, what are your thoughts on Keyshawn Johnson? I, I really I really like him. I actually I got to we. I mentioned at the beginning of the pod, but I, I'm working with uh, Dynasty Command Center, and we we released a um, we're releasing like a three go- a volume uh, rookie guide and and going through some of the players. And um, he didn't make our initial top fifty, and wow. so all of us got to pick a a player that we felt should have made the cut and got to write about him. And so Keyshawn Johnson was the guy for me that I that I wrote about that that should have made it. So I, I believe he did not get a combine invite. Is that is that no? Correct? He did. He did. did he was he? listed okay. as KJ Johnson. Okay. There cool. was confusion well, I, there. I, I I felt less optimistic when I saw he didn't get a, a combine yeah. invite, but the fact that he's going to be there now, I don't I don't think he's going to test particularly great. But he's one of those guys. He's you know it's easy to compare him to Devontae Adams because they both played at Fresno State, and I don't think he's going to be that level player. Let me say that. But I just think he could be a pretty steady, consistent receiver, which he showed he could be. Um, you know, pretty much his whole career in, yeah. in college. For me, he was like, I, I see him and I see like, I see Kelvin Harmon light. So I'm like, can I, I'd rather take him in the third or fourth round. Uh, he may even sink in the second, depending on draft capital, but I, I'd rather take him there than Kelvin Harmon at the top three picks, you know? Yeah. I, I, I believe that Kelvin Harmon will be a, Deva- a Devontae Adams type receiver. I actually really, so I, it makes sense that we're kind of, in agreement, we're mixing all those names around, but I, I believe I believe Harmon can be uh, like a player that's just super consistent, like Adams. And if he lands well, I'm. I'm you think I'm, he's going to be a wide receiver too on a team? Sorry, no, no, I, I don't. I don't really. I, I think I think there's only a handful of receivers that are better than him, really, in the NFL. I think he's really, wow. really good. Yeah. Say it. Uh, we have to wait. We have to wait three or four years for it to happen, like Devonte Adams. 
I can think he, he's going to. Can he drop down into like the <laughs> 150s of ADP and get him in year three? No, he can't because that would mean that he's he's not doing what he needs to be doing on my Debbie, uh, on my taxi squad. So we need, we need him to produce and right away. Man, that brings a real genuine teat filled smile to my face. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I'm just glad you're not lactose, Jim. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you guys got to nerd out for a minute there, dude. Was, I, I, I'm so that was fun. That was good to <laughs> listen in on that because I was certainly learning there. <laughs> thank you, thank y'all for that. Um, what were you about to say, J. Mike? Were you no, about to shut the, shut the bar down? Is that what you're doing? I, you, are you threatening the, uh, the patrons of this bar? Man. I want to hear Hurley's. I want to hear one rookie thought from Hurley. One rookie thought. Just one thought. Can, he's, like, what, class, he's like, what wordplay player. can I use here? <laughs> what rounds of You know he's thinking of it. Uh, teat, teat. <laughs> Funny player. enough, while you guys were talking, I was also taking notes, similar to Man Bun there over there, but uh, I was also trying to find players that rhymed with teat. <laughs> <laughs> and the only one I could come up with, Mark, it was Marcus Teeterson. There you go. Marcus <laughs> Teeton. Marcus Teeton. There you go. Failed Pittsburgh wide receivers. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not too deep into college football, so I'm waiting for you guys to finish your work before I can leach off of it. Can, can we? Can we go with <laughs> there? The it is. <laughs> I don't even know if you meant to do it, but now I feel like, <laughs> now I feel like everyone. Should that was it. his first incidental teat reference, and it was the best <laughs> one of the night. <laughs> I just wanted to hear a teat a teat K Metcalf. <laughs> oh, no? right, there you go. That's yep. good. Okay. All right, that's so, pretty good. That's all I got. Uh, Tight, Hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's bad. I'm getting tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need my milk. Even when a T comes out, I always think that it's not going to be any word but. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! <laughs> Yeah, so, Jay, Mike, right. you want to get out of here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> At least we're going to end on a high note, right? TK Metcalf 101. I'm here for it. I see you, Peter Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gabe. Get, 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 get us out of here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, what a great word. Ah, <laughs> uh, Wow. Uh, did we? I, I think we started at a relatively decent time tonight, as a matter of fact. So, this has been a pretty good show, Lang- lengthy enough. Yeah, 80 um, minutes. What's that? 80, 80 minutes. minutes? Not, not yeah. Bad. yeah, and we and we take like 30 minutes to do an outro anyway. So, uh, <laughs> hold on to your teats. Uh, <laughs> just had to do it. It's so hard to not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Okay. Ooh, hold on to your teats. <laughs> it is addictive. It We've really got a real is. master teat on this one. Yeah, it's almost like a yawn. Like everybody hears it and they just want to throw one in there. <laughs> teats J. Hawkinson, Aaron just said in the chat. Teats J. Hawkinson. Teats J. 
<laughs> there you go. Why didn't we throw it to the chat uh, for a bunch of suggestions? Dang it. People you. are smarter than we are. Guys, no one's been dropping any. J Mike, is has anyone been doing anything? Yeah, uh, shout out Peter. Peter hit hit us with the TK Metcalf. Well, I said TK Metcalf, and then he typed it out, and then seeing it just made me laugh even more. <laughs> <laughs> and then Aaron, Aaron hit us with the TJ Hawkson. TJ Hawkins. All right, I'm done. Sorry. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> thanks, thanks, fellas. Uh, this was great. <laughs> um, JP and Kyle, the first timers, the rookies, the 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 101 and 102 of this pod, purely just this pod. Don't get carried away. Um, <laughs> It, it was uh, it was a blast to have you all on. Um, do go ahead and purchase a shirt so we can get you on again. Those are the rules again in the contract with J Mike. Not up to me. Uh, because you are first timers here, I'll allow you to say something nice about yourself or maybe about your mother or my mother. I'm going to see her in two weeks, and uh, Jake might even meet her. So you looking can forward to it. Lots of prayers to him too. Anything you guys want to say about my mom? Uh, Kyle's probably calling you right now because you're on the clock. <laughs> uh, can you tell Gabe to wrap it up? <laughs> All right, JP, do you want to do you want to share anything about yourself? Your new Twitter handle, where where you do things? I know if you're watching the the pod uh, on our YouTube live version, you can certainly see that he is associated with DTC. <laughs> yes. I'm changing the, the site right now. <laughs> Dynasty T calculate. Oh my God. There's going to be like milk dripping off of the little scale that we have in our logo. A little nipple underneath of it. The, the part of the part of the scale that hangs lower is like overflow. <laughs> <laughs> There's like nipples all around it. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. I'll say some things. So, question first of all, do you guys? I will buy a t-shirt so I can reappear. Actually, would it be a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now it's happening. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys, honestly, if you make a t-shirt, I will buy one. I, I will guarantee you that. Done. Like, I'm uh, already, I'm seriously already gonna go work on that. I, I will men's warehouse guarantee that. I guarantee it. <laughs> Gabe's like, here's a final project. I've been working on it all night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to grade. I... <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at at ff herkelteets. <laughs> Um, you can check out if if you play Dynasty Fantasy Football and you like to trade, check out the Dynasty T Calculator on DynastyTCalculator.com. Uh, that's all I got. I'm gonna let Kyle go now because he's yeah, probably go got ahead. something better to say than me. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to follow that up. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Twitter at FranchiseKF. If you're want to know more about rookies, check out the Dynasty Command Center Rookie Guide. We'll be dropping Volume Two after. Um, the combine and then if you're into Devi and want to get up to speed on the next crop of rookies uh check out Devi watch and uh order it we're going to be um dropping profiles on i think it's like 295 players in in a less than um less than a week so that's what's uh been uh keeping me keeping me from doing anything else with my life but uh yeah check out those resources thanks for having me on guys Absolutely. Thank you for 
bringing you know legitimate knowledge to this podcast <laughs> for once. Oh my God. Uh, Jake, our EP. Mm. What's up, dude? <laughs> you gotta give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you close out the show. If you want. <laughs> you want to try to say "wubba lubba chub chub" one more time? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm spent, man. I'm just glad I'm not hawking up a lug tonight. Uh, um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Anderson FF. Uh, I'm a writer and ranker over at DLF. I don't write very much, but I like to say that I'm a writer over there. Um, I mostly rank over there. And then we do a, a DLF podcast uh, called the Dynasty Crossroads with my man, Peter Howard. We discuss players from a film and analytical perspective. And yeah, we do that once a week. Um, as always, thank you, Gabe, for the fire intro that we now have on the Dynasty Crossroads. My man is truly special, truly talented. Um, really appreciate that, man. And uh, J. Mike, the host with the most, appreciate you. And uh, Kyle, nice to speak with you, man. Uh, I know we used to work over at DFF together, so it's nice to put a face to a name. And Hurley, you as well, man. Nice to uh, you know talk face-to-face. Let's do it again. Let's do that. Yeah, man. All the best to you and Teeter Howard. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Zachary just said NFL draft Teeter. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. What up, Zach? Oh, Zach just chimed in at the last second, man. That's so good. <laughs> NFL draft Teeter. <laughs> Hey, question for you, Jake, since you uh, mentioned the intro, yeah. um, I need to, you can, you can tell me on air truthfully, <laughs> or you can tell me off air truthfully. What did you think of when you first heard <laughs> chicken or crow on the, on the pot, on the intro? Did you think, what did you think? Initial thoughts. What, 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 what did you think? First thought, what was it? Um... Or did you even hear that? No, I heard it. Did you listen to the intro or did you just slap it onto your podcast? I actually haven't listened to it yet, but I've heard it's fire. Um, So I don't know about chickens or crows, but um, I'm looking forward to listening to it. (laughs) I don't know if I had an initial reaction. I thought it was funny, man. I thought it was funny. I don't know. I thought it was good. Well, thanks for nothing. Anyways, uh, just I, I'm just fucking with you. Thank, thank you for the shout out, and I, I appreciate ma- making the intro for y'all. And, and shout out to uh, Zach too for the the other half of your intro yes, of run. Course. Um, it's it is it's truly fitting to have like two that are kind of you know different sounding. So I think that's rad. Uh, J Mike, um, do you have anything to share with this podcast of ours? This I don't. Very fine February no. Tuesday evening. <laughs> I don't. Um, the the one thing I do want to say real quick, um, JP, when uh, obviously you you had no idea who I was, uh, but when you first said that you were leaving um, the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. I cried myself to sleep that night, and um, I just want to let you know that that. This is this is a teat come true. I'm just uh, 
to, to, to have you to have you on our pod is a uh, is a real treat. Uh, so uh, a real what? A real what? You missed. <clears throat> it was a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I brought my. That's the, that's the first time that got brought out. I brought my teat shaped oh. bell out for, for that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but seriously, we I've I've I've, I've been a huge uh, huge fan of of you for and, and the show for too long uh, now. So uh, this is a really cool opportunity for me to to be able to have you on. So thanks again um, to all of our listeners uh, via podcast form. Thank you guys for checking us out again. Uh, Give us a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, wherever you get podcasts, we are there, even on Spotify. Thank you guys for, for joining us. To everyone in the live chat who checked us out, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. Never late. Always on time. Appreciate you guys for joining us as well. Um, and, and even Zach sneaking in here right at the end, uh, which was fantastic. Uh, the T-Sit Assassin on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at jmikecheck at jmiccheck. Uh, Gabe's handle is at ffmanbun, and on Twitter you can find our show's handle, the Open Bar FT. I mean FP, as in fake pigskin. Oh uh, my, that was that was a real rough one. I'm sorry. Uh, Gabe, take us home. Uh, I uh, I just wanted to um, add to um what you said about jp is he's he's just so fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> now it's gonna go to my head yeah possibly but uh number two just uh, i everyone i don't know you can always sort of hear a, a podcast voice sometimes and i i think that jp's got one of those voices like you kind of always know who's talking whether you actually want to listen or not uh you do know Who's talking? So you know, shout out to you, JP. Shout out to all y'all. You, you do, you do all, all y'all do good stuff in in fantasy football. So, um, thanks, Wubba Lubba Chub Chub. <laughs> we out. We got the shirts. Go and find them. There, uh, we put them in descriptions. We put them in uh, our, our teats. We put them in our um, pin teats. I, I I don't know. They're they're everywhere. We we have the store. I'm legitimately working like on the background, like while you, you know, we're talking, I'm definitely doing that. So I can't wait to make J Mike's night <laughs> in about 30 minutes. He's going to die. Um, Please right. share that with the group chat. For episode. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. Um, this has been great. Um, we have a show next week, J Mike. Yeah. We'll um, that we do. go through john travolta movies or something i don't want to do i don't want to do that i don't want to do travolta but i do i don't mind the um top five the random top five of things weekly um as it just kind of it just kind of made just kind of made its way back i like it yeah as the nfl is not really happening all that much um but the aaf is happening and we didn't say one word about it and we didn't talk about trent richardson's elusive 2.3 2.3 yards per carry average. Berkovici. Oh boy. Um yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll come back with the AAF takes next week, I guess, which will be Tuesday at 9:30 Eastern. Um shout out to all y'all in the chat. Shout out to everyone on the planet being people. That's pretty neat. <laughs> um come and join us at the open bar next week. We'll crack one with you whether it's 
alcoholic or non-alcoholic, we're here for you. Put your drinks up, fellas. Do that with me if you could. I don't care what it is, whether it's a fist or a teat or a drink. I don't care. We will see y'all next week. What? Did you, did you say wait? No. I said... No. <laughs> Why did you have to do that? <laughs> Why did okay. you stop? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>